Hello and welcome to the Wisdom Speakers and Seekers podcast. My name is Jennifer Regular and I am the sole illuminator at Lighting the Path. And I'm also a host of this show where I get to bring in guests from around the world to share their experience, inspiration, and how they embody their gifts to uplift humanity and cultivate conscious leadership. Today, I am so delighted to have Daniel Martin Gana here, joining me from New York. He is a successful entrepreneur, a best-selling author, the podcast host of Do It With Dan and Beyond Success. He's also a life and business transformation coach and an international public speaker who is known for his programs and content that take clients and students to the next level of living. He has helped thousands of people across the globe achieve wealth mastery and truly abundant lives. He's been featured on CNN, CBS, Fox, The Jack Canfield Show, who has happened to be one of my all-time heroes, (laughs) and in Forbes and Entrepreneur Magazine. Daniel's mission is to spread his teachings worldwide with the intention to spearhead an evolutionary uplift in universal consciousness by awakening people to the importance of their unique role and enabling them to manifest their dream life. So he's here joining me today, and I am so excited that he's going to be sharing something you don't often hear. Stop meditating. Daniel, (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you again for having me, Jennifer. I really appreciate the invitation. Yes, and so much to offer to our audience today. But what I want to know first, Daniel, is what lit your path? What got you so passionate about what you're doing that really sparked this worldwide following and inspiration about how to really embody our gifts? Mm -hmm. So one of the things is oftentimes people who end up on this path do so because they weren't happy on the path that they were on before. Mm. They were in a corporate job. They were feeling unfulfilled. There was an emptiness. There was, I was a shell until I found my path. That wasn't me. I was actually living my best life and really enjoying. So when the invitation initially came to start looking at doing this this work, I ran away from it. Mm. And I had very much a series of Jonah and the whale circumstances until I had an epiphany that, oh, this work might actually be a good place for me to go. And the things that I was enjoying about my life, um, I could continue to enjoy if I just trusted. And then it was the 13th of February, 2018. I was on a walking meditation at six something in the morning in the mountains of Santa Fe, New Mexico. So for those of you who don't know, Santa Fe, New Mexico is not very warm in February. And it's especially not very warm at six o'clock in the morning. So I had hot pockets in my pockets and in my socks and in my gloves. I had gloves. I had thermals. I had multiple layers, earbuffs, if you'll believe it, hat, scarf, the works. It was really cold. I'm doing this walking meditation. And all of a sudden I had this three-dimensional virtual reality experience that let me know exactly what my life would be like if I just said yes. And so even though life was good, even though I felt that I kind of reached a pinnacle, which given some things that happened early in, in my life, I wanted to protect quite vehemently. Here was this invitation to just peek behind the curtain and see what was available. If I did go on this journey and, and I immediately shut down the website for the business that I had and, and committed to doing the work. Wow. Just opening up to what else is possible mm-hmm. and being yeah. willing to do that. But as you say, to trust that, to trust in the process mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. taking that chance. Amazing. So, 
what do you find most enjoyable and that keeps you going in your work today? I only really do things that I love. So I'm really, I'm really quite blessed that I've got a solid team from around the world that support me getting to do the work that I do. Uh, and I, I only really do what lights me up. Um, and I support my team in only ensuring that we, what we do as an organization and as, as, as a squad only lights up the people who are in it too. So if someone's not really enjoying a part of their role, we either find someone to take that role on or we find a way to make things work without that role. And everybody just being in flow and being in a groove. So, you know, we've got a business that does, you know, multiple seven figures a year. And yet I personally don't work more than 10 hours a week. I only normally work Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I was away for seven weeks. So we had a bit of spillover and that's why uh, I'm doing this on a Friday and then I'm going away in another two weeks. And so uh, we're just making up the time. But yeah, generally speaking, I work, you know, three days a week, not more than 10 hours doing what I love to do. And, uh, And I'm really grateful that I get to do that. It sounds like you're really living with integrity, first of all, but then everything that you do sounds that it's aligned with your values. So what is it that you truly stand for? For me, key values are contribution, um, freedom. um, Abundance is a big one, but freedom and contribution are really, really big and being free to contribute, which is where abundance really comes in and also contributing freely. So I think those that the dance of those three are definitely what kind of lead the charge and whom I'm and what I, I seek to be in sharp as in the world. What do you think freedom really means, Daniel? Freedom for me is really about the choice to do what I want, when I want, how I want to do it, with who I want to do it, without somebody else having the opportunity to infringe upon that. Yes. Um, some people take that to an extreme but for me freedom also is a collaborative dance with other people and so um let's say for example two people have two expressions of freedom that uh you know they clash well how can we find the middle ground and for me the creation of that middle ground is also a very fun game and so it also leaves me free to play up until that boundary that boundary that we've set of respect for each other uh, and I simply am really discerning in who I go into that dance with. You know, there's been a lot of talk over the last couple of years with everything that's been going on with COVID and stuff like that. I, I was blessed that I was in a country that didn't have as many restrictions as others. But yeah, I mean, I, I believe that when we are aligned with certain values and we, we're really committed to them, life kind of flows to honor those values. So it did so happen that I, you know, I'm based in Mexico. I'm a permanent resident of, permanent resident of Mexico versus me being back in the UK or being in the States or being in Canada or being in Australia where people felt a bit more uh, restricted. And so, yeah, honoring your, your values, honoring what you stand up for and seeking through how you show up to align with that tends to lead to that manifesting. And, um, and that's what I've seen. That's what I support people in creating for themselves and the way it can be, I think. Yes, yes. You're truly living your passion. The way that I see passion is when you break up the word, it's pass I on. And that Mm -hmm. I is your soul's expression Mm. of really what you've come here to do and to be and to experience in this lifetime and how you contribute those gifts to others and pass on while we're Mm -hmm. here in this Mm -hmm. lifetime. And so there's a spiritual aspect to that, you know, really recognizing ourselves as a spiritual being, having this human experience and taking care of our soul's needs. And one of those being, Mm -hmm. you know, being who we are authentically Mm -hmm. and at the core and doing what lights us up and spreading that love. Soul can be an acronym even for sending out universal love. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that from you, Daniel. 
And oh, so I'm asking you now, what is it about meditation and spirituality? Like what kind of role does it actually have in success? So one of the concepts I teach is something called the flow funnel. Mm. And what the flow funnel invites us to look at is that we're not one dimensional in who we are as a, as a human being. Yes, we have a meat suit that moves through time and space, but that meat suit is subject to instruction from the mind. And as much as 97% of that happens at the unconscious level. So we've got this physical experience. We've got this unconscious experience. We've also then got an emotional experience because even our thinking is limited to our current emotional state. Your emotional state impacts the chemicals and hormones running through your body, which changes your thinking processes and capability, which changes the habits and behavior, which changes the results. So we've got all of these chains, this chain of all of these pieces and our mindfulness, our spiritual practice, our energy uh, management practice, our emotional uh, management practices, all of these things set off this snowball, right? They set off this chain of events that leads to actions, habits and behaviors that lead to outcomes. And so if I don't have any conscious relationship to what my emotional state is, and if I don't have a relationship between that emotional state and a clear intention, then I'm probably just going to keep churning out the same experiences because I'm going to have the same unconscious program generating the same emotional state, generating the same pattern of thought, the same habit and behavior and the same outcome. But when I bring in certain practices like meditation, like visualization, like breath work, like um, different healer modalities that allow me to develop a level of agency in my emotional state management, that changes my thinking. 97% mm -hmm. of the time, that's going to unconsciously lead to the habits and behaviors that I have, which is what leads to the outcome. So if I want to be successful, this chain needs to be moving in the direction of success. And when I bring in certain practices, it allows me to have dominion and agency over what that chain is and where it's going. Beautiful. And which is the flow. And there's mm -hmm. this whole series, as you're saying, about this cause and effect, cause and effect, and the ripple effect that has on the results that we're having. Mm -hmm. And so then going right back to the actual source, mm -hmm. those beliefs and how we're living. And mm -hmm. what then are you saying about to stop meditating? Mm -hmm. So stop meditating was deliberately construed to be contrarian in how it sounds, but it's actually not contrarian in what it means. Mm. Uh, it was really funny. So I write for Entrepreneur Magazine and uh, I wrote an article um, around this concept of stop meditating and there was uproar. People were like, oh, I can't believe that Entrepreneur released this article. I'm never going to read it again. And so they tagged me on Twitter when they, when, they, when they released my articles. And I asked this chat, hey, did you read the article? I'm never going to read an article titled like that. It's like, all right, cool, whatever. But if you notice, I didn't say don't. I didn't say never. I said stop. And for something to be stopped, it has to have been in motion. So the inference is that you've understood the power of meditation, but the invitation is that you take that power and move on to the other steps of the flow funnel next. Mm. So yes, I've done my meditation. Great. I'm fully charged. I'm connected to my higher self. I'm tuned in. My emotions are nice and balanced. My nervous system is regulated. Now I need to take care of my thinking. Have I actually stepped up and connected that to new thoughts, new ways of thinking, new beliefs, new ideas? No. Well, then nothing's going to change <laughs> right? mm -hmm. have I then taken those new beliefs those new ideas and those new thoughts and am I supporting new behaviors no well then nothing's going to change and so the thing is is that yes spiritual practice mindfulness practice meditation whatever it is chanting your yoga your time in the mountains with your ancestors great but take it and do something with it mm -hmm. don't just stay there stop and take care of the rest of it yes and taking inspired action mm -hmm. lining that up yes mm -hmm taking the inspired action and also 
practicing discernment, right? Yes. Making the choices that are aligned with your values and prioritizing your time and energy so that they are connected with that and what you're truly about and who you're, what you're standing for. Yes. Yes. I love mm. that. And you're, I'm also hearing about regulation, regulating our energy and our emotions and our nervous system, all very mm. important parts. I mean, to anchor that spiritual energy through our physical body, to be able to actually have impact and influence in the world, there mm -hmm. needs to be that regulation. Otherwise we're just contributing more to the chaos, right? Exactly. If we're not, yes, in that alignment. So what are some of the ways that you find really useful for being or maintaining that alignment? Mm -hmm. So one another concept I teach is something called money DNA. And mm -hmm. money DNA is not just about money. It's about where we find our flow, but that's measurable with money. So we call it money DNA because it sounds more sexy, but it's really about understanding where our flow is. And the fact is, is that no two people are likely going to find an exactly the same way of creating that regulation. And so I think the game really is to explore and curiously play with some of these modalities and strategies that are out there. And then to build what I call your own personal clearing toolkit, your own personal toolkit that you can go to in different circumstances that's going to support you when you're hijacked, when you're feeling depleted, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling anxious, you need to develop your own personal toolkit. Meditation as a practice commonly spoken of might not necessarily be your thing. Maybe it's breath work that's going to be great for you. Maybe it is going for a walk in, in nature, which some people gets them into that meditative state where they can create change. But it's playing the game of finding out what works for me and then sticking to your own unique lane so that you can have your own unique best life. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And what is part of having the best life? You mentioned a lot of travel, a lot of time off, and then doing mm -hmm. the work that you love. What do you like mm -hmm. to do when you're not working? Uh, so, I mean, for me, I've got a 20 month year old baby, uh, not really a baby anymore. He's trying to talk and he's feeding himself with a grown up fork now, but I've got, I've got a son, <laughs> um, so spending time with him. Um, I've recently started taking up golf. So I go out with my, my guy mates and, you know, practice my golf swing that I'm finding really relaxing and it's, it's, it's a fun thing to do. Um, I do like uh, creating music as well. I've got a guitar here in my, uh, in my office. I've also got Lego here and. I, I, I basically, freedom for me is having the choice to decide what that fun thing is going to be on the day. So I've got staple things that I do go to, but I'm also open to exploring new ones and just mixing up and seeing what feels good for me. Hmm. And when you were younger, Daniel, did you have a certain vision for your life or what your future might look like? Uh, as, for as young as I can remember, I knew I was always going to be a millionaire and I did that by the age of 19. Very good. Um, <laughs> well done. Uh, so that was something that I was wanting to do. I wanted to be a, a crazy scientist at some point, but then realized that probably mean I need to go and study engineering. So I, I gave up on that one. Hmm. But um, but yeah, uh, that's one thing that I always knew I was going to do. And I did achieve that. Um, other than that, a, a big part of my journey is developing the maturity to actually step into what my own desires are rather yes. than allowing society to tell me what I should want or should be. Yes, it's so true. You know, when I was younger, I was only 10 years old. It's hard to believe I was so young now when I look back on it. But it was actually the way I was observing the world and I was making all these mental notes, but then I actually started writing it out. I was starting the bones of a book called When Society Determines Your Destiny. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't really do anything with that. It was just something that I was processing for myself about the way mm -hmm. I was seeing the world. And then always had, you know, a heart or a draw to the people that seemed to be outcasts or outliers in society and how do they belong or are these creatives that are meant to stand out more than try to fit in, you know? 
And so it was 30 years later that I created, well, wrote the book, Embrace Your Power, a healing journal of self-discovery. And that's part of our personal evolutionary process, I think, is really to understand what our power is, how we influence and impact and spread love out into the world and be on purpose. Mm -hmm. Is there a world vision that you have? Do you ever think about that too, not just your life and yourself, but kind of what you see is for all of humanity in the world. Mm -hmm. What is that vision? Well, I mean, that's what my mission is really. Yeah. Having people all play their own unique role in contributing to humanity going to where it's going. Yes. I mean, the future's not determined. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, infinite possibility isn't real, right? And even when we look at infinite possibility as a concept and how that what that actually means, it means that every single conceivable outcome is always happening and is available now. But us as humanity consciously coming through to experience whichever one of those combinations in that infinite series of possibilities serves and uplifts us as an individual. And for some people, it might be the contrast and the textures. You know, some people like horror movies, right? So everybody's got something that they're, that they're called to do. But yeah, everybody abundantly playing their unique role in the game that they want to play, I think is uh, is what I'd love to see humanity doing as a whole. Yes, I love that. The eye that we're passing on <laughs> mm -hmm. and that we're remembered for. Absolutely. You know, this has been amazing. You share so much wisdom and just confidence in knowing the life that you're living and that it's having the best results for you. <laughs> yes. And then contributing to that bigger vision for humanity. So I really appreciate all that you shared. And I wonder if you have any other final words of wisdom for us today. Yeah, just, I mean, again, when we look at the concept of infinite possibility, it means that you can't actually get it wrong. You can't miss out. You might not see it through these eyes that you're experiencing, but it has happened. And not to get lost in over-calculating or trying to over-plan. Just remember, it's a game that none of us are getting out of alive anyway and have fun playing it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. And one thing that might stumble people on that road is the limiting beliefs. So is mm -hmm. there a way to overcome that or bypass that or transform those beliefs so that it's more beneficial to living the mm -hmm. best life? So when it comes to limiting beliefs, I don't personally, when working with people, take them into the weeds with the limiting beliefs. Instead, I like to focus on the new belief yes, and then okay. allow any limitations to that new belief to arise. So rather than going into the weeds, it's where do I want to go? And I start going there. And as things come up on that journey, then we address them. And as we also look at limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs really are the idea that the mind becomes certain or is holding the illusion of certainty about something not being possible or something that has to happen of a limiting nature. Mm. But all you need to do is actually question the certainty that sits behind it. And as soon as you question the certainty, the limiting belief has to collapse because your mind's not your enemy. It's your friend. It's just going on the basis of whatever evidence and experience that it's had. So when you start to give it a new experience by giving it new questions, then it can actually be released from them and do something different. What does that look like? If I say I can't be abundant, ask yourself the question, can I be certain that I can't be abundant? And really explore whether you can be certain. Because all you actually need is a maybe on the possibility in order for you to be able to start moving towards it. Yeah. Maybe is powerful enough to disrupt any limiting belief and at least open up the possibility of moving forward and into it being different. Yes, yes, perfect, amazing. Thank you so much for that answer. Okay. And what kind of work do you do now with people, Daniel? Uh, generally speaking, uh, I personally do, um, people come and work with me for a weekend or they'll come and work with me for a day. They'll fly into Mexico to Cabo. I live in Los Cabos to do that. Um, 
we do virtually as well. Um, uh, we've got an abundance breakthrough session that me and my uh, my head coach Leah do. She's an RTT hypnosis and Kundalini yoga and other magical things specialist. And so what we end up doing is sort of a little tag team that ends up with an RTT session that programs people then for the new belief systems going forward for abundance. And um, we've got some programs to do a lot of workshops. We've got uh, uh, an abundance alchemy session that's coming up here three days with me in Mexico. Very reasonable three days where we can hang out and, and create a new experience of abundance. Um, we've got another one of those scheduled for February, but those are things that I personally do. But as a, as an organization, we have a lot of programs. We've got group coaching and other really cool stuff to help people live in a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Yes. Yes. And some really quality time to dive deep into that. Yes. It's amazing. And so what are the ways that people can connect with you? Easiest way to do that is to go to dreamwithdan.com, dreamwithdan.com. Uh, there you'll be able to see um, you know the events page we'll let you know what we've got coming up um, we've got a free resources page links to my books and my podcasts are all there too fantastic thank you so much and thank, thank you, you so much me. again for everything that you've shared Daniel oh my pleasure thank you for having me thank you and thank you to each and every one of you of them been listening and watching we honor you and we want you to feel that you can do anything that you set your mind to and have so much to contribute because who you are makes a difference. And we'll see you again next time on the Wisdom Speakers and Seekers podcast. Bye for now.